Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are. Welcome to my channel if you're new to it, and I hope that you find the information about INFJs useful, uh, especially if you are an INFJ or dating an INFJ. Oh my goodness, uh, I empathize with you. <laughs> in this video, I'm going to speak to you guys about how INFJs do not like being an inconvenience to others. We have this weird thing about, you know, causing a ruckus or causing displeasure to others. We always want to be kind and nice and we want to help people out as much as possible, right? I'm going to read you this from INFJ Refuge, uh, I-N-F-J-R-E-F-U-G-E, really, really great Facebook page. This is what she says. INFJs, I don't like being an inconvenience to strangers or creating a ruckus in public. From walking faster so as not to hold up pedestrians behind me to making sure I don't splash people whilst driving in the rain to even taking up money beforehand to pay cashiers at grocery stores or movie theaters. I'm always looking out for other people even when they don't do so themselves towards me, right? So it's INFJ Refuge. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Like there's so much to speak about this. So I'm going to go on with it. We are like that. We're always thinking about, okay, how can I make sure that the person that I'm going to meet is going to have the easiest time with me? The, the taking out money before cashiers is a great thing, but we also do go a little bit step further. We'll make sure we have exact change for the item that we're paying for. I get really annoyed with that. I don't have exact change for the person because then they have to give me change and all that stuff. It's inconvenient to them. I'd rather have exact change ready for them. And so always, even now in Chiang Mai, because I pay most things with cash, I'll make sure in my head, okay, do I have exact change? No, I don't. How can I make sure I have exact exact change for this person so as not to inconvenience them too much. Walking faster in public, it's actually really interesting because when I go back to Toronto, Toronto people walk really fast. And I'm a slow walker because I like to walk slow and I look around the place and I like to observe. But in Toronto, I have to walk really fast because I don't want to inconvenience people behind me. I know they're going to work. I know they have busier lives than me perhaps or they're doing something that's important and I know they'd be annoyed with me if I was walking slow in front of them. I'm also always watching around me, especially if I'm walking with someone 
to make sure that I'm not blocking the pedestrian pathway. Sometimes the sidewalks are really narrow. I want to make sure that I don't block it for the people behind me. I'm always walk, watching to make sure that I can help someone. So if there's an elderly person getting off a bus or if someone needs a seat, I'm always watching to make sure that I give up my seat or I help that elderly person get off the bus. There was this one person on the on one of the buses I was on that was having a hard time putting on their jacket and no one else was helping them. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. So I got up and helped them put their jacket on and then helped them down on the bus and then went, went back in again. Things like that. We're always watching to help people, obviously, but also not to inconvenience people. The funny thing about driving slowly when it's raining so we don't splash people, because we have been splashed ourselves and we know how annoying that is, we'll make sure we don't do that to other people. You know, we're in the bus or in the car and we're like, just drive slowly, there's someone walking there. Always trying to make sure that people around us are taken care of as well. So if I'm in a restaurant and I notice someone come in and they don't see a table around them, even if I don't work at the restaurant, sometimes I'll help the server clean up the table. It's the stupidest thing ever sometimes because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what am I doing here? Like, why am I doing this? What's wrong with me? But that's the thing about us. Like, for some reason, we have this gene inside of us that we can't sit when someone around us needs help. That's a lot of time the reason why I don't like going to really, really, really busy restaurants because that means that I'm always like anxious for that person, for the servers, for the manager. I'm like, oh my God, I should help them out. No, that's not my job. I need to sit down and relax and enjoy my meal, but I can't do that. So I don't go to uh, really busy restaurants. <laughs> also because it's, there's too many crowd, too many people, too much energy, and I just don't want to be around that. Again, another thing that we do, obviously walking faster, taking care of people in the restaurant, taking care of buses, taking care of like giving up seats. But even when I'm in the airplane and there's a baby crying, a lot of times the mothers, they don't get enough sleep because they're taking care of the babies. And I'll go up to the mother like, you know, do you want me to take care of your child for a little bit so you can have a little bit of rest? Again, insane, but that's what we do for some reason. We have this thing inside of us that we want to help people. We want to help them feel good. We want to help them be happy, you know, whatever manner that might be in. A lot of times people are looking at me like, no, you're a stranger and I'm not going to give my baby to you. But a lot of times they look at me and see, you know, I'm just not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not crazy. I just want to help you out. And so they'll be like, yeah, sure. Do you mind? I just, I just really need to go to the washroom. Like, yeah, for sure. So also because people trust us, we're all very open and people look at us as if, you know, we are very trustworthy. I don't know why. Um, so they will a lot of times give up control to us and let us take care of the proceedings. A lot of times people will come up to me randomly and ask me for help, even though there are a hundred people around uh, around me, they'll come to me specifically to ask for help. I've said this before in the past that people will ask us for directions over anyone else around us. Randomly, there'll be like a hundred people standing there and the person will come directly to me, look me in the eye and say, can you help me? I, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. It's such a weird thing. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what it's about. But this is our thing. This is what we do. This is our, our, not intuition, but our empathic nature, I guess. We're always constantly watching to make sure that we take care of the people around us, right? Because most people, I find, are so oblivious, guys. I mean, they're oblivious. They are in their heads. They're distracted by their phones. They're distracted by thoughts in their head. They're not paying attention to what's going on around them. There might be a person dying on the street right next to them and they wouldn't would notice because they're so busy in their head, right? And so a lot of times we have to be the one who step up 
we have to be the ones who look up and say, okay, you know what? I have to step up and do something. You know this theory that's out there that there's a crowd of people. There's probably, if something bad happens, there's probably a, a thing where mostly no one will call uh, 911 because it's a by, by, the st bystander. Bystander? Bystander effect. Basically what happens is that if there's a bunch of people waiting around and something happens that's an emergency, most people will assume that someone else will call the ambulance some, or will call the police, right? So no one ends up calling the police. And because INFJs know that, know that about people, that mostly people are lazy and they're distracted, we always end up being the ones who call the police, call the ambulance, take care of the person, do CPR, do first aid, or um, help a person up if they fall, or whatever it might be, right? Again, I've said this before, if there's an apocalypse of any sort or any kind of emergency, you want an INFJ by your side because not only will they know about all the exits and all the recon, because of the recon missions they've done, but also they're kind people. So, you know, they'll help you out. They'll, they won't leave anyone behind. That's one of our motto, mottos. Like, we will never leave anyone behind. If you're invisible, we'll take care of you. If you fall, we'll take care of you. If you need help, we'll take care of you. Uh, we'll be there for you as much as possible without burning ourselves out. Although, a lot of you guys know it's hard to have that balance in the middle, right? So I love this thing that INFJ Refugia says, so brilliantly put that, you know, we hate being inconvenienced to people. We hate being in line at a cashier and like, you know, going through our wallet and figuring out, I'm like, I'm standing next to a person who's doing that. I'm like, you had 10 minutes while you were in line to figure out your change, figure out where your wallet is, figure out all that stuff. What the hell were you doing? And then once you get to the cashier and she finishes going through all your material, that's when you figure out that you have to start paying. I mean, come on, people, come on. Anyways, but it's in our head. We're always making sure we think five steps ahead, right? Because we want to make sure that we don't, first of all, inconvenience anyone, but also inconvenience us. We don't like being the center of attention. And when you're standing there and rummaging through your purse while 10 people are watching you, you're the center of attention. I don't want that. I want to pay and get out of there as soon as possible. I want to sit down and get out of there as soon as possible. I don't want to be the center of attention. Make sense? I hope this does, and I hope that you'll go check out the Facebook page of INFJ Refuge. Um, she has a bunch of really great stuff on it. And I hope that you love this video as much as you love the other ones. Let me know what your opinions are, what your suggestions are for future videos. And I love you all. Thank you so much for watching. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.